God is so good. God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. He is an awesome God. He's an amazing God. And I count it a privilege to always, whenever I get a, a pr- the opportunity to, to, to stand before the body of Christ, it's always a privilege. But it's also a great privilege to stand at this pulpit. Thank you, Pastor Daniel. I know you're watching me online. <laughs> He's told me he was going to be watching me online. Does that give me any more pressure? Praise Jesus. Thank you, Pastor. No pressure. I'm going to just trust in God. I'm just a messenger, just like a postman. Amen. I'm just a messenger. Do you, do you, do you take notice of your postman? No, I mean, that's nice of you to take notice. But, you know, this, you're, you're more concerned about the message. Amen? The letter. And this is the message from God. It's the word of God. I, I believe he's given me a word for, for uh, our church today. But... Uh, but uh, we, we're, this is the last, uh, last day of uh, a three-week vacation that uh, my wife and I and our sons and our family are, uh, have had. Praise God. So first time we've ever had three weeks off. We never, we've never taken a three-week vacation before. We started at Rosarito, Mexico, that, in our extension there. We spent a week there. We did a luau, glory to God, in Mexico. And then we did a vacation Bible school for, for four days. And then uh, we flew up to Oregon, and we were able to spend time there in our extension there in Lebanon. And we did a, a real leaders class there, praise God, and spent some time with my, our daughter, who uh, has moved up to Oregon to help the extension there. She does the children's uh, ministry for um, Corvallis and uh, Lebanon. I'm so proud of her. She's moved up there, and she's living there and just serving the Lord. And I had... a. Uh, uh, our two sons uh, with us in Oregon and here in Alaska, and uh, we're just so thankful to, uh, to, to be here. So if I look a little tired, it's because I'm really tired, praise God. <laughs> you know, the sun doesn't set over here. Well, how do you guys do it? We've been going full crank, and I'm going, it's like, it's like 1130, and it's like sun, and we're going, yeah, let's go, but why do I feel so tired? <laughs> oh, because it's like 11.30 in the evening, supposedly. But God is good. I love this place. Uh, real quick, uh, we're so blessed. We got to uh, go fishing, as Pastor Alex said. And uh, we caught some fish. And my wife uh, caught the biggest silver salmon of the whole team. We had all these big macho fishermen in the boat. We're all pulling in these smaller uh, pink salmon, I guess. And we're all down there. You guys are not too fond of pink salmon. I don't know why. We're, like, excited, but, you know, the, the locals are just going, ah, we don't want that. They throw it back in. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? It's the biggest fish I ever caught, and uh, they don't even want it. I mean, you're kidding me. <laughs> but my wife, she's not even paying attention. She's just sitting there having her sandwich. Her, her pulls across her lap, and all of a sudden she goes, she knows, hey, that bob is going down underwater. Gee, that's nice. <laughs> all of a sudden the rod takes off. She catches it before it goes out of the boat. And... Uh, and she's trying to reel this thing in. She, she, you know, she's never caught a fish before. So she doesn't know the holding the pole and reel at the same time. It takes coordination. And she's holding the pole where, where everyone's going, reel it in. Well, she, she tries to reel and pull and lift. And, and then uh, she's going, here, here, honey, you take it. I'm all, no, it's your fish. You reel it in. She wanted me to reel it in. But she pulled in the biggest, biggest fish of the day. And I'm so blessed. Thank you, uh, Alaska, for doing that. 
But anyway, uh, praise God. Can, uh, can we all stand for the reading of the word? God has given me a word for you. I'm real simple. So praise God. Hope you're not expecting anything super complex because I'm super simple. But uh, it's found in Proverbs chapter, chapter 24, verse 12. Proverbs 24, verse 12. Hallelujah. It's right here. It says, if you say, surely we did not know this, does not he who weighs the heart consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? And will he not render to each man according to his deeds? Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to bring forth your word to this mighty body of believers here in this great state Lord, you are great and greatly to be praised. And I pray for an anointing to come upon me. Lord, may, I, may you use me. May I say what you want me to say. And may the people here hear what you want them to hear. And we ask this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, we serve a great God. I don't think anyone can... Uh, can argue that point. He's the greatest God. He's created all the heavens and the earth. Amen? He's, he's, he's thought everything through. And uh, he's so awesome, it's amazing. But you know what's even more amazing? He created you and me. And he created you and me to do great and mighty things. you believe that? He has. Because we are the apple of his eye. And he's... He, and he, he, I mean, he could have he had angels come and, and do the deal, but no, he, he, he had you and me in mind to get his job done, his will and plan and purpose on this earth to get it done. Amen? Amen. Praise Jesus. Well, you know, through this passage, there's just four real quick things that I want to point out. And here the writer is, is bringing attention to this question at first. He says, if you say, surely we did not know this. That's interesting. Because some people don't really realize how great our God is and how, how important we are in his plan. So, well, well I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know about this great God. Or, you know, all I do is uh, I, I have a job and I work it and I do this and I do that. And, but they, they don't know that God has this amazing plan for each and every one of us. Amen? Amen. And, you know, the, 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 the word of God is right here. You know, when I got saved... I, I graduated with, a, with like a third grade reading level. I was basically illiterate. illiterate. And, uh, you know, and it was just something that I always struggled with. And, uh, and, and I got radically saved. And God, through his word, uh, he taught me how to read. Glory to God. He can, I mean, he can take this, this uh, surfer kid who, was, who grew up in Hawaii and uh, all he worried about or thought about was surfing and himself and, and all these things and couldn't read and couldn't do and didn't really accomplish much, but he can take somebody who gets a hold of his word and holds on to it and change, change their life. Amen? Because, you see, I didn't know what God had for me. Praise God. And there's, there's people here that, that don't know fully what God has for them. And God's going to change that tonight. Praise God. Well, and then he says, does, does not he who weighs the heart consider it? God is looking for your heart. He, that's, all he, that's all he's looking at. 
You know, I mean, you know, we can, we can, we can stumble, we can mess up, we can even make really bad decisions and do, make some bad choices. I mean, I've made plenty of bad choices. But you know, what he, you know what he's always done? He's always weighed my heart. And in my heart of hearts, I've always wanted to just serve him. You know, and, and I've always been sensitive when I've done something uh, stupid or wrong or bad. I, I, my heart hurt. And I said, man, that's, that's not right. You see, he's, he's a God who, who looks at your heart. Amen? And he weighs it. And as, as long as you can keep your heart right, he can use you. Amen? All right. All right. I'm real simple. Sorry. He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? You know, the, the battle, I'm going to just use this as, as the battle rages in your mind. And, uh, and so often we, we, we battle with this, our, the thoughts that we have in our mind. You know, I, I, I recognize that, that, you know, just like everyone, you know, you could see anyone just sitting there. Praise God. They all look pretty good. But in their mind, they could be gone. They can be, you know, they look, they may look good and, 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 and they might say things, but in their mind, they, they don't, they think they're defeated. They think God can't use them. They think that the mistakes that they made in the past or where they came from or what they did, in their mind, they're, they're, they're captives. And we sang that song, he, he's, he set the captives free. The chains are gone, amen? But in the mind, they're still in slavery. They're still in bondage. But God wants to change that. You have to renew your mind in his word, Amen. And for a guy who couldn't read or anything, you know, when, once I got a hold of God's word and renewed my mind, it began to change me. And he wants to change you through his word. Praise God. All right, here we go. And will he not render to each according to his deeds? You know, God is a God who, who knows best. His ways are higher and his thoughts and sometimes we wonder, you know, it's not that we are saved by our works, and that's for sure it's not the case. But he, he, he tests us by our deeds. Do you know he does that? He tests us, just like in the, the, the tithe and offering. It's a test. He's seen if you're going to be obedient. You know, I got radically saved in, in Maui uh, in 89, and I got radically saved. I mean, I heard choirs in heaven singing audibly. I, radically, I mean, they gave an altar call. Pastor Morocco gave an altar call. I came up right to the front. I lifted my hands, and I heard angels singing, choirs. I, and I said, I am never going back to the place I was before. I'm going to serve this God because he is real. I mean, so radical conversion. But then I, I come back to church, and Pastor Morocco starts preaching on tithe, and I go, what are you, are you kidding me? That's no way you're going to be able to tithe. What, 10%? You've you got to be kidding. It's impossible. But you see, then I followed along when Pastor uh, Alex said to open your Bible. That's what I did. Pastor Morocco said, open your Bible and look at this, Malachi. I did. I opened the Bible, and I read it for myself as he taught the Word. And the Word began to to set me free. It, it began to speak truth to me and life. Amen? So I began to tithe. And, and I'm telling you, God, he says, whatever a man sows, he will reap. Praise God. And he measures you by, by what you do. So out of this, I, God really put this on my heart for the for the, the church, because, you know, we were able to go, like I said, to Rosarito, Mexico. It was, it's, it's, God is doing great things. 
And God is awesome. I mean, God is awesome. He's doing great things. I mean, if you get a chance to go and see what God is doing, it's amazing. I, we went to the service there uh, and saw the people and see how God's working uh, through KC Rosarito, through Minister Rafaela and the team there. I'm just, I'm just amazed. And then we went to uh, Oregon and, and worship and praise there. And God's doing an amazing work there with the people. I mean, I see people just... God using in an amazing way. And the praise and worship, just like in here. You know, God is real and he's awesome. And then uh, this morning, a great privilege I went to, because we wanted we want it all on this vacation. So we went to uh, uh, Anchorage. Praise God for the morning service. And I want it all. I'm going to go morning service. And if I could have come make it over here in time, I would have came here for the morning service, but we couldn't. But we did. We went to Anchorage uh, service. And we got so blessed with Pastor Vince and the team there. And God is moving in Anchorage. Amen? Amen. That's amazing. And here, but I, I, just, I just have this sense in me that people, the body of Christ has, has this, that, that, we are not, that we need to know that we are created for goodness. For greatness, I'm sorry. For greatness. God has created each and every one of you for greatness. Now, even when I was in Rosarito, and I don't know if you've ever been to Tijuana or, or Mexico, but there's a, it's, it's different. The culture's different. But I, to, I, I shared with them also. I said, the word of God is true. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? And he's the same God in Alaska or Maui or wherever, New York, as he is in Rosarito. And if you get a hold of God's word, it'll work for you. Amen? It's not based, it's not limited to your, your, where you live. It's not limited to who you are, what language you speak. God's word is real and it'll work for any, everybody. Does that make sense? Well, it's the truth. It's absolutely the truth. So if you get a hold of the word of God, but even the, the, the church, this is what God put on my heart that we need to understand that you are created for greatness. And he's given me three, three things that I want to help you to get there. And that's one is faithfulness. Everyone said faithfulness. faithfulness. This, the second one is loyalty. Everyone say loyalty. loyalty. And the last one is fruitfulness. Say fruitfulness. Okay, so if you're turning to your Bibles, look at faithfulness is found in Matthew 21, 28. It's real simple. This is, this, is the, this is what God has done in my life. 21, 28. It's the parable of the two sons. Okay, and you guys are familiar with it. You know, I'm really hot here in uh, Alaska. I don't know how that happens. Oh, it's the lights, all right. But uh, this is what it says. But, uh, but what do you think? A man had two sons and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward he regretted it and went. Then he came to the second and said, Likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. But he didn't go. Which of these two did the will of his father? They said to him, The first. Faithfulness is a key to becoming all God wants you to be. Amen? It is a principle. It's a simple principle, but it is a, it is a foundational principle. It is if, if, if God asks you to do something, just do it. Okay? Okay, we see the struggle that this first son had. 
And we all struggle with obeying. You say, well, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get into a Bible study. I'm not going to get into ministry. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to read my Bible. I'm not going to pray. Uh, you know, I'll just do this. But you see, we, we all struggle with faithfulness. But you see, this, this uh, first son overcame that, and that's how we have to be too. Sure, we don't feel like doing certain things. I don't know. Do you want to get up for early morning prayer? Oh, don't raise your hand. No, you should raise your hand. You want to get up, but you don't want to get up, okay? But you do because, you know, I mean, I'm not, it's, I'm not, it's, my, it's not my favorite thing to do. But I said, okay, Lord, sure, my wife and I, let's go. We've got to be there. Just be faithful, amen? amen. See, things like that, it's going to help you. Faithfulness, even when it's tough. Praise God. Loyalty, that's a key and you'll find uh, loyalty in Luke. Turn to, chapter, uh, to the book of Luke, chapter 15, it's starting with uh, verse 28. You know, you, you know it. It's the parable of the, the, parable of, the um, of the lost son, the prodigal son. You know, the, the parable of the prodigal son is just as much about the, the, the brother who stayed at home as it was about the one who fell away. You guys realize that? Oh, of course you guys know that. Pastor Daniel teaches that. Look at verse 29. It says, so he answered. Okay, so you know what, you know what happened. The, the prodigal son came back. The father is throwing a big party. The, the second son is out in the field, and he's, he, he's just called his servant to say what's going on. And then he finds out, and he doesn't even want to go to the party. Right? Okay, so you guys know that. Here it says in 28, so he answered and said to his father, lo, these many years I have been serving you. I have never transgressed your commandments at any time. Whoa, that's pretty good. And yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with, your, with my friends. Isn't that an amazing picture? You see, he was faithful his whole life, but something was wrong with his heart. Didn't you see that in there? He didn't, he didn't even honor his father enough to go to the party. He, he, he wanted his will to be done. He wanted it his way, even though it, it was almost as though uh, he was just doing the deal, but he wanted something. So he was doing it for something. That's not loyalty. You're going to do it. You're going to honor whatever your, your father, whatever his father asked. He should have done it, right? Then he would have been loyal, right? So when... if, if if, if, okay, you might go to Bible study and early morning prayer and, and, and serve in ministry, but if something's wrong in your heart and, and every time you, you, anyone says anything and you're kind of, you know what, you know, I can't believe he's making me do this. Oh, this, this thing about tithing and giving and, and all of this issues. Some, something's wrong with that loyalty aspect. Praise God. Am I preaching okay? It's the word of God. Okay, just, just revert back to the word. Remember, I'm the messenger. I'm just the, the mailman. Just, just focus on the word of God if, you, if, I'm, if I'm throwing you off. Praise God. There, there's a loyalty issue that we all have to do. We have to have the right heart, as we were talking about. Praise God. All right. But look at what he says. This is amazing. In verse 31, and he said to him, this is the father talking to the son, son, you are always with me and all that I have is yours. 
He was worrying about a goat that he never got. Sometimes you worry about the little thing that you never got, and God's saying, I have it all for you. Sometimes you're so worried about whatever it is, that, that bill or that car or that house or that thing, and God says, it's, it's all. I've, 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 it's all for you. The entire kingdom, the heaven, everything is, is for you, and you're worrying about this one little thing. Am I preaching to anybody? Praise the Lord. I'm just preaching to myself. Praise God. It's just like me. Sometimes I get so caught up with the, the things, and I, and I put God in this, um, I, I limit God based on my, my, my struggles, my trials, or whatever it is that, that I, I didn't get my way. Okay, I'm, I'm going to just say it. It's just me. It's not you. It's me. Okay, I put God in this box. Okay, it didn't go my, this way, God, so you're, you're just not as big as you, as you claim to be, or you're not that big of a God if you can't even pull this one thing off for me. That's, that's not the case. God's just going, son, I'm working in you something far greater, and everything is yours. Just trust me, amen? That's, that's, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying to you. So, so sometimes when you're, you're going through those challenges, whatever it might be, we all, we all face the same challenges. What if it may be financial or emotional or some kind of attack of the devil? Hey, we all get attacked by the devil, praise God. Well, we're not, we're not uh, you know, I'm, I'm not the one who would say, uh, you, know, uh, you, you know, praise God I'm not sick or praise God. There's, no, man, I mean, yeah, this is a tough time, this tough situation. But, but God is good. Amen? And he's not limited to our lack of being able to see how he wants to work this difficulty through to help strengthen us. Praise God. All right. Well, glory to God. There's another area, and that's fruitfulness. What is the first one? Faithfulness. Second one? And the last one is what? Fruitfulness. Now, this is a good one. We know fruitfulness, all right? Because in Matthew uh, 7, 16, you don't have to turn there. You can turn there later. But you know, you know a tree by its fruit. Amen? God really spoke to me in this trip. So we were having some devotion time, my wife and I, as we're just contemplating. Well, uh, you know, uh, I started this journal. Pastor always encouraged, you know, he, once he encouraged me to, to start a journal. And, and we had a speaker come, and he shared about a journal. I said, well, you know, I, I'll, I'll try to do this. I've never done it. I don't know why. It just didn't seem that important, or I don't, I don't know what, what it was about. But I began to start this journal when we started this vacation. And we're seeing God do great things. I mean, God did miracle. I, I, I don't have the time or I'm going to try to, but miracle after miracle, uh, doing, getting uh, this trip organized and doing this luau and all these things. And miracle after miracle. And we saw God do great things. And I began to journal every day. And, and, I, and I noticed in my heart, I just couldn't write about how uh, all these great things. That something was going on inside of me. Interesting, isn't it? I mean, I didn't know what was going on. So I just began to write my thoughts and put some scriptures down of what, what God was speaking to me. And I, and I began to see this pattern of what God was doing in my heart through this trip. So if you ask me, well, what, what's God, what did God do for you in this trip? And I, you know, I didn't begin to list off, oh, well, we did this and did that, and it was amazing. We went fishing and we went hiking and all this stuff. No, it was nothing about that. It was about God dealing with me in my heart and dealing with me uh, uh, with my fruitfulness. And I began to talk to my wife and, and tell her, you know what, God was really speaking to me about our relationship. 
Now, my wife and I are completely different, okay? I don't know if, if, you, if you're married and if you know anything about how God created men and women. Well, he, caught, he, he made them for one another, but he made them opposite, okay? <laughs> well, my wife and I are totally opposite. And, and, and that really is evident when we decide, when we ever we plan anything like a vacation. Praise God. <laughs> That's the test. Okay, here we go. We're going to go into this test, and it starts going. She wants to do all these things, and I, and I want to do everything opposite. Praise God. So, but anyway, so God spoke to me. He said, Darren, I want you to, to minister to your wife. I want you to, to uh, focus on ministering to your wife. And I said, whoa, praise God. So I began to do that, and the normal things that I normally would get upset about or impatient about, I began to just go, well, Lord, I'm going to do this because it's not about the luau or the, 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 the ministry or, the, or my daughter visiting or the airfare or all of those things that I get so caught up with, but it's about just ministering to my wife. So I began to do that, and, I, and, uh, and we, we were talking, and I said, well, honey, you know, this is what God has been doing for me in this trip. And she, she said, and I, asked, and I asked her, I said, well, do you, do you see anything different? I mean, I'm just asking her, you know, not, not trying to find out. I just wanted to find out what she thought, not what I thought, because I thought I was doing a great job. I thought I was doing amazing. I, I could have went down and said, you know, look, look at what I did. Look how patient I was. Look at how I, I, I let you do this and that. You know, I, I didn't do that. But I said, I, the, the, the real evidence was how my wife, what my wife thought. And I, as I began to ask her, she, you know, she just... She paused and she said, yeah, I really noticed that there was been something different about this trip. Amen? You know, I really feel that's the, that's the real sign of fruitfulness. And that the, those who are closest to you and see what they say, I mean, your spouse, amen? For your, I mean, that testimony of that family, I mean, I was just blown away. It's a blessing. You see, that, that's fruitfulness, amen? It's not what somebody else said. It's not what they said about themselves. It's what the, the other person said. That's real fruitfulness. I mean, how does, how, what, is, what does your boss say at your job? At your work, are, do they come and say, he's the best worker. I don't know what, a, what is about him, but he, he is the best worker or whatever it is. Or, or you're the best son. I mean, my son is the, he, he, he's so obedient and, he's, and he's, he's so considerate and all these things. And you see, I, I really feel that's, that's where the real fruitfulness is. Amen? Because, you know, we can all think that we're doing all great. But, you know, the real proof is uh, those around you and see what they really think. Praise God. God has great things for us. You are created for greatness. He wants you to be the best husband, best wife, the best father, best mother, the best son, the best daughter. For great things. And what this amazing thing about God is once you think you, you can never obtain where he wants you to be on this earth because it you're you're running this race to the end okay this race you're running it to the it's never you never cross the finish line on this earth alive till you're until you breathe your last breath that's when you cross the finish line until then you're still running you see what i'm saying i don't care how old you are i don't care if you if, if you've got uh just a couple more days to live it doesn't matter. You're still running the race. You got a couple more days to run. But this thing that God has for us, it's, it's like from glory to glory. We, so many times we limit God. We're saying, well, you know, I mean, well, if you're a businessman, you know, I, I can believe God for this, but I can't believe him for that. You know, no, he wants you to believe. 
If, if, you're, if your marriage is in a certain place, and it's been great for the first 10 years. We've been married for 24 years. Praise the Lord. 24 years married to my wife. She loves me. Hallelujah. But I, I'm believing God for greater things in our marriage. Amen? We limit. Don't limit God. Don't think like just because you got this or if you believe in God for a job. I mean, believe for it. Great. But, you know, believe God for everything. You know, if he puts it in your heart for something greater, that's what it is. He's challenging you to believe him for greatness. Praise God. So God is so good. I really believe that uh, he's doing a great work, not only in uh, King's Cathedral and chapels, not only in the body of Christ, which we have a lot of believers here in this state. It's so, so encouraging. But he has a, he has a, he has greatness for each and every one of you. So if you believe that you want God to do something greater in your life, and you're going to take off all the limitations that you've had on him before, that you're going to focus not on the challenges, but who God really is, and you're going to look at things differently, you're going to be faithful. Amen? You're going to be loyal in what God's called you to do. And you're going to see fruitfulness differently. You know, fruitfulness, you know, Fruitfulness is, is this, uh, sharing the gospel. You know, God's not going to, you don't hear angels in heaven uh, rejoicing when you uh, get that uh, promotion or you, uh, you get that business or you uh, have a great marriage. You don't hear heaven rejoicing. You hear heaven rejoicing when one sinner repents. That's when heaven rejoices. Amen? You want to be great in the kingdom? Get the gospel out. Get the gospel out. You want to be greater? Get the gospel out. And get another person saved. Amen? This church has a great vision. It stretches you. It's, it's amazing. I'm completely stretched at all times. But as I stretch, I realize God is bigger even than that. When I thought it was impossible to do this or that, he, he shows me he's bigger. And God wants to show you that he is bigger than any limitation that the, that the world has. Amen. Amen. Uh, praise God. Did you get something tonight? Yes. I want to pray for you. <laughs> God has called everyone to greatness. I want you to say, that, say this. God has called me. For great things. So I, don't want you to, I don't want you to say it to your neighbor. I want you to believe it in your heart. You've got to believe it that God has called you for great things. So say it again. God has called me for great things. And I will trust him. I will be faithful. I will be loyal. And God help me to be fruitful. Praise God. I want to pray for it those if with every eye closed and every head bowed you know God loves you he did this awesome thing he loved you so much that he wants to be with you for all eternity in heaven he knew though that we could never make it there on our own abilities there's this thing called sin and we've all been uh, guilty of it breaking God's commandments, 
doing things that we know was wrong. And nothing that we can do to erase that. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. But he said that he demonstrated his love toward us that even yet while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. There's a real simple question that anyone can a uh, answer, that everyone can answer. And that is, if you were to die today, do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that heaven is your home? You might not have thought about it, but if someone were to ask you directly, if you were to die right now, do you know that you would go to heaven? Well, you might say, well, maybe I, I went to church. I went to church service. I, my, my parents might be uh, Christians or I've read my Bible, but none of those things will get you into heaven. <laughs> none of those things will get you into heaven because God didn't come to bring morality because if, 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 if morals or religion could get you to heaven, Jesus wouldn't have to have come and died. <laughs> it, it's, it's this thing called sin and we've all guilty of it. So if you're not sure, 100% sure, and you want to be sure, you're saying, Lord, I am a sinner. I know in my heart that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure 100%. But tonight, I want to be sure. I want to know that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I, wanna, I want heaven to be my home. And I want to receive that free gift of eternal life that you purchased for me on the cross when you died on that cross and you paid my punishment for my sins. You rose again on the third day so I could have eternal life. And I want that gift, Jesus. I've never asked you for this before, but tonight I want to receive that free gift of salvation. And I want to pray with you. So if that's you, with every eye closed, every head bowed, I want to pray for you. It's between you and God. If you're not 100% sure, you want to be sure, I want you to raise your hand and I'll pray for you. You can raise it right now. Praise the Lord. God is good. God is so good. Amen. I want, to, I want all of us to pray this prayer. And uh, it's just an affirmation of our faith in Jesus Christ. Say, dear Jesus, I ask you right now, forgive me of all my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross so I could be forgiven. And thank you for rising again so I could have eternal life. I invite you to live in my heart now. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. I will surrender all to you. And I will serve you with my whole heart, all my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit that I may obey you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Praise God. God bless you. Come on, put your hands together for Minister Darren. Appreciate you. Ushers, would you help me? We're going to take an offering tonight for the hose, and it's going to go to them directly. Sweetheart, if you would. Surprise. 
Come on, if you want to bless them tonight, slip up your hand. We're going to give towards them. The Bible says to not, not leave. As someone comes to minister to you, you should be one to honor them as well. So if you have the ability to do that tonight, you want to sow into the hose life tonight, would you just take an offering envelope? And you can make checks payable to King's, King's Chapel, Alaska, and we will make one check and give that to them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. so much I just want I, it's, it's a tremendous privilege but I, I want this offering if when you write it out I want this offering to go to Rosarito extension they have great need there the it's the, the people minister Rafaela they won't come to church because they don't have any rides they don't have a ride they don't have cars nothing she goes out with her car and picks everybody up and there's she leaves people because she can't fit any more people in her car I mean, it's, it's almost humorous to see how they stack people in this car. It's almost humorous. You go, oh, are you kidding? There's people stacked and stacked, and, the, and then she, it breaks her heart because she can't fit anybody, she can't fit more people in the car. My heart goes out to her, and I just, I just think it's a tremendous privilege. Thank you so much for giving, but I, I want this whole offering to go to our extension in Rosarita, if that's okay. So please give. I'm, I'm believing God for a bus. They're believing God for a bus so they can pick up families. That, I mean, people want to fill that place. And she's doing everything she can. She's going out once and twice, and she's, she's doing everything she can. But I just want, I want this to go to our extension there, if that's all right. Awesome. So we're going to sow seed into Rosarito tonight. Hallelujah. So gracious. Well, come on. You ready to give? Would you stand to your feet? Actually, you know what? Stay seated. We'll stand later. Ushers, would you come? Hallelujah. Appreciate you, Minister Darren. Thank you for the word. That was awesome. I was encouraged. Faithfulness, loyalty, and fruitfulness. Lord, help us. Come on, let's pray, let's pray before we plant this seed. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the hose. I thank you, God, for their ministry. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing that rests upon them. I thank you even for their servant's heart, even to travel on their own dime, on their own vacation time, to minister in churches, to encourage the body of Christ. I thank you, Lord, for even as they're believing for things, I just, I just see in this next season over you guys that the Lord is going to begin to break forth, even in avenues that you have specifically, even for years, prayed for, and you've been asking for a grace and favor. I just see the Lord opening the door, even in, the, even in, a, short, in a short season, in a matter of a short amount of time, the Lord is going to begin to open that door for years you have prayed. The Lord is going to open those doors. And I just thank you for this family tonight. I ask for, for even Isaac and for Shana, even as they're not here, I just pray for them. Bless them as they're ministering. God, as they go home, protect them, keep them safe, give them traveling mercies. May they get on that flight tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give tonight. Let's sow that seed. Ushers, thank you.
Come on, would you stand to your feet tonight? take the hand of the person next to you tonight did you get something from the Lord awesome 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 praise God come on pray for your neighbor tonight that they would be faithful loyal and fruitful in everything they do the Lord is got greatness for us amen we want to walk in every bit of it so let's pray tonight come on pray for your neighbor father we thank you tonight for the word that has gone forth and Lord we receive it tonight Lord, we want to be faithful, loyal, and fruitful. God, we want to walk in the greatness that you have for us, for you have purposes and plans for us. And we thank you tonight. I pray as each one of these go, Lord, even to this week, I pray that you would use them as light unto darkness. I pray, Lord, that you would begin to stir in their hearts even a new season and a new faith. God, we ask, Lord, that you would go before us. God, go before us. Soften people's hearts. Lord, that we could minister to them. We thank you for all that you're doing in this church. We give you praise, honor, and glory for you deserve it in the mighty name of Jesus and everybody said amen would you put your hands together for Jesus God bless you all have a great night we'll see you on Wednesday